Hi, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of the Vet Method podcast, where we bring team training concepts to independent veterinary practice owners who want to grow revenues through a high performance team. My name is Sanjay Mangabai, and I'm extremely pleased to be joined today by Dr. Ranjan. Hi, Dr. Ranjan. Hi. Um, in which part of India are you? Because you're in India, aren't you? Yeah, I'm basically from northeastern part of India. Yeah, this Assam. You may heard of the state Assam, but yep. presently I'm working in central India. The state is Madhya Pradesh. Okay, fantastic. So, a little bit about Dr. Ranjan. Although he is a veterinary surgeon, he has not worked in the vet in a veterinary practice for over ten years, and he now considers himself to be an intrapreneur in an organization called the National Smallholder. Poultry Development Trust (NSPDT), where they promote poultry farmer farmers cooperatives and producer companies across India. His role focuses on training farmers, supervisors, and professional managers in the cooperatives, which are basically social enterprises. This makes Dr. Ranjan a social entrepreneur. Personally, his interests lie in team building and personal and business development. Including leadership development activities. Okay, that's a bit of a mouthful. You do you do quite a lot, Dr. Ranjan. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, so the title of the podcast is an interview with Dr. Ranjan from India, and our time starts now. So my first question is, where are you working right now, and what key roles do you play there? I'm presently working in the state of Madhya Pradesh in India. Basically, uh, it's an organization called NSPDT, as you have said, National Smallholder Poultry Development Trust. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's uh, it promotes poultry cooperatives and producer companies across different states of India. Okay. And it, this organization typically works with poor families, uh, that too from um, scheduled caste and scheduled tribes, mm-hmm. those are uh, economically underprivileged. Mm-hmm. And uh, altogether, this organization is working with fifteen thousand poor families uh, in six states of India. Okay. And uh, my role changes over the years. Initially, I joined as a trainee executive only. Okay. Then I looked after some technical aspects as a veterinarian. I used to go and treat the birds, heal birds. I used to look after the production, okay. efficient, um, increasing the efficiency of poultry production, and all those things. But after uh, seven, eight years, I am I'm looking after the operational aspects, mm-hmm. and now I'm completely into giving trainings to those quality farmers, their supervisors, their managers, especially as it's a producer collective, and those farmers are the owners. Mm-hmm. They should behave like entrepreneurs. So we are working on building them as the entrepreneurs. So we try to teach them how to become the owner of the activity. How to behave as a full-fledged um, farmer. So all these things we used to teach okay. on day-to-day basis. Wow, that sounds like quite a lot because you're not only teaching people how to look after poultry and and produce them from I'm, I'm assuming from chicks right until the time they are fully grown broilers. Um, yeah. Um, so so that's quite a lot in itself. But you're also providing the infrastructure for them to um, to work as a as a business effectively. Am I right? Yes. 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 Okay. That's yeah. That's very. That's very worthwhile. It um, 
it makes me feel very humbled the kind of job that you're doing yes. compared to what to what I do perfect that leads us very nicely onto question number two what is one thing you wish you had known when you began your career uh, when I started the point I, I completed my veterinary science course uh, I thought I will join either Okay, good. Especially, especially team building and uh, sales, marketing, all those things. That something related to accounts and finance. Veterinarians could not learn those accounts, finance related yeah. things. But uh, as we are in uh, managing things, so we have to learn all these things. Absolutely. So uh, even early on, you had some ambitions while you were doing your veterinary degree, maybe before, that you wanted to pursue something um, entrepreneurial. And then, yes. obviously, you did something called an intrapreneur, which you educated yes. on and made the distinction. So thank you very much. Um, yeah. doing that. But it's true, you know, in veterinary school in general, all over the world, they do very little education on um, on business management, you know, um, on yes. financial management. You learn all about healthcare, but there's very little on on the importance if you if you wish to become an entrepreneur own your own veterinary practice or go into some sort of business field then the learning isn't as good um in veterinary school so well done yeah but you had that vision from the from the very beginning so that's yes yeah that's obviously paying dividends now great yes. so question number three which person or people have been most influential to you uh see Mm -hmm. If I heard his words uh, from 
last uh, 15-20 years, his words were quite encouraging. How this uh, educated professional should come and work for the poor people in India. Mm-hmm. And uh, few of my senior colleagues uh, who are uh, who are also veterinarians, like uh, I, I have to name a few, like Dr. Hare Krishna Deka. He is also veterinarian and uh, uh, one of the founder member of this organization. And I have heard him since my college days. And uh, Dr. Mitubhavan Hazarik, a few of our veterinarians also, they have helped, they have inspired me a lot in the beginning. So uh, I pursued them also. I, I, uh, I learned a lot from them. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So, so you were inspired also by the people in the villages where you grew up. And that's what yes. uh, inspired you to go into this sort of field. But um, um, obviously, you also had some inspiration from people who are already doing it. You mentioned two people, Dr. Deka and Dr. Hazard. Um, so, so, you know, it's always good to follow in the footsteps of people who have already been there and done that. Um, you know, sort of standing on the shoulders of giants, if you like. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then it's up to you now to take it further um, from them. So, yeah, that's very good. Well done. Thank you. Question number four. If you could change anything, what would it be? Uh, means uh, in India, you see the means uh, in locations where we are working, Mm-hmm. The skill set of the people is quite uh, low. Means okay. uh, we need to hire a lot of people from outside areas. Like if we are working in a district, so may not be we we may not found that kind of skill set in uh, those localities. Even finding the right people uh, is a very uh, challenging task for our organization. Even though we are working, we need to sometimes look after the right uh, right uh, candidate also. Since we need to take the interview and all the process, we need to involve ourselves. How can we find the right candidate? So in the education system of India, when you may see, I don't know about the other other countries, but in India, mm-hmm. so many practical things are basically not taught. So, but uh, to work in real life, basically, if we want to uh, get the success, definitely we need to learn so many different things, which yeah. are basically not in the schools or colleges. Okay. But uh, if this uh, means uh, practical skills can be implemented, even uh, communi- maybe it may be related to communication, it may be related to, um, I mean, uh, so many different skills, soft skills. Mm-hmm. If this can be inclu- incorporated in schools or colleges, even in high, uh, co- like uh, professional colleges like veterinary colleges also, mm-hmm. if this skills, uh, skill building course can be implemented, that will be really beneficial for the outgoing students. Yeah. So what you're doing, so what you're saying at the moment is that it's uh, it's hard to find people with the right skills, right? Yeah. And you're yes. having to do the training yourself and the learning yourself on the ground. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's quite difficult. Let me tell you, it's the same year, you know, in the UK and I think anywhere else in the world, especially in the veterinary field, it's very difficult to find those skills. So we end up trying to become teachers ourselves and, yes. and teach those skills. Um, yeah, that's very interesting what you say. I would, you know, because I will, I'm of a mindset that, you know, there's so many people in India that you wouldn't have difficulty finding people. But it's actually the skills that you need, the learning that you need. And if the colleges and universities could teach those very specific skills, that would make your job a lot easier. Am I right? Yeah. 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 Good. Okay. That's really interesting. Okay. So. 
Question number five, we're almost done. Where can listeners, where can our listeners connect with you online? Uh, I'm quite new to this uh, digital world, although since okay. this uh, lockdown period, I thought that I should, if I learn something, I should uh, means, uh, share those things yes. in some platforms. So I started a few, uh, making some videos and uh, the, those videos I have uploaded in YouTube sometimes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I have an Instagram page also. Mm-hmm. Those are not related to Hitnay, but mostly the letters A, C, M, L, kind of activities. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, mostly these two things. And in Facebook also sometimes I write, write and upload some videos. Other than that, I am available in my phone number as well as WhatsApp also. Yeah, no, I've seen some of your blogs and I've seen some of your videos and they're very good. I can see that you're trying to help people in different ways, in different yes. fields not just in the whole poultry or or the veterinary fields and you're you're absolutely right the online um platform is is becoming more and more important because it makes it accessible to a lot of people you know all you have to do is have a mobile phone and an internet connection and you can have access to a lot of these learning materials so good okay so that's how our listeners can find you online that's great let's go on to question number six how do you continue to learn to stay on top of things in your role? So you, you obviously have a very varied role and you do a lot of this training and development. How do you continue to stay on top of things? Yes, I still uh, consider myself as a learner because life is a continuous learning process. We need to learn so many things. And I prefer to learn uh, some new things in each and every day. Mm-hmm. Either through some YouTube videos or some podcast or uh, love reading books. These are on. Love, I I developed this habit not much before, but since this lockdown, I have developed very good habits. And uh, um, waking up uh, in the morning and reading and reading few books and uh, going through some videos. Apart from that, we should. I I uh, if I feel that I should uh, take some training, I should go through some kind of training. I should attend some workshops. I immediately attend some kind of workshops also. Yeah. It may be online or offline. Even I have, although I have done uh, this um, veterinary science course, I attended few management development programs from IRMA, Institute mm-hmm. of Rural Management, Anand. So, <clears throat> like that, uh, very frequently, very often I used to read all those things and yeah. if required, I attend some kind of training also. Very good. So you obviously have a lot of uh, personal initiative in wanting to in wanting to learn that's the first thing you need you know uh, yeah is a willingness to learn a willingness to improve and you're absolutely yeah. right you've got to have uh, uh, learning for the for your whole life you know it doesn't stop yeah. when you get a qualification that's usually the beginning people think when yeah. they qualify that they've learned everything and actually yeah. it's usually the beginning of uh, of what they need to know and I think that learning also needs to be quite targeted. So you can't learn everything, but you need to yes. focus on the things that that you are trying to achieve or that your organization is trying to achieve. Now, those yes. things will have a maximum impact. Um, yes. yeah, that's fantastic. Good. And question yes. number seven, finally, what's your future plan of action, Dr. Ranjan? Yes, means I have already con- uh, uh, contributed something for the society means in this through this organization i have worked for at least 15,000 families 
if not directly some in some places indirectly also by giving some kind of training in future i would like to give uh, more i i would like to contribute much better way for more people in india maybe through this organization or uh, through my own work whatever it be because i would like to uh, have my i have my own dream to um, transform lives of so many people especially farmers that yeah. may be poultry farmers that may be dairy farmers they need some kind of skills especially not only the farmers the workers the supervisors the professionals they need to develop some kind of skills yeah. and they, i can develop myself to become as a trainer or mentor to uh, give them some kind of training so i have some dream like that maybe wow. in the future i will work for so many farmers i can see that you have a tremendous ambition uh, to contribute and you already contributing um, and and that's very very honorable um, and commendable you know we have to have a value that is higher than ourselves yes that is more than what we can personally gain and you're obviously doing that you're contributing to communities you're raising people's standard of living and uh, and you you are transforming lives at the moment in the in the company in the organization that that you work in i am very very impressed by what uh, has been going on and thank you for letting me know so uh, i was completely yeah. oblivious to all that ah yeah. you know thank you so much um that was really fascinating and you gave me you gave our listeners some very interesting in- insights into what you do which i'm sure everyone is going to find uh not just interesting but quite valuable you're obviously a very busy person and i do wish you every success now and in the future um for all your endeavors thank you so much for joining me on the vet method podcast i am humbled meeting and talking to you um thank you very much thank you too thank you for having me in your podcast you're very welcome thank you.